Hey guys, it's Christina, and today we're going to talk about defining your target audience. There was a time where I heard define your target audience so much that I completely ignored it. And I didn't really know that I was ignoring them because I really felt like I had an idea of what my audience was. And I always just wrote down something really vague. And I made personas, but the real shift happened when I went above and beyond to meet my audience and actually have conversations with them. And if you haven't gone through this process, and you're getting crazy results, then you're really lucky. But um, I think that this is one of the absolute best ways to get to know your audience and find out what they truly want. And it makes it so much easier because when you know exactly what they want and what they need, you just simply deliver that. And so everything just becomes so much more simple after that. And even as far as your like your Facebook ads, um, the cost per lead is lower, just everything converts better, your click-through rates are higher, everything is better. And so um, this is really, really important and often the first place that I go to whenever something is not working. And so you have to figure out who your target audience is that's much deeper than vague demographics like um, men between the ages of this and that. Um, So I also want to point out that the um, Create Consistent Content Workshop is still open and it's going to be open until November 1st. And the workshop is on November 4th. And what we're going to be going over is I'm going to walk you through creating a content plan that fully fits your lifestyle and you're able to keep up with it and stay consistent with it. Um, And Uh, You want to create content that, of course, has really high conversion rates and converts your audience into leads and clients or whatever you're going for and creates a relationship with your audience. And so that's what we're going to go over um, in the workshop. So that's November 4th. And you can go to um, yourwellnessmarketer.com slash workshop. I'll put a link in the show notes for you guys. And um, so, yeah, let's get started on talking about your target audience. Okay, so the first place that you want to start is using and collecting data. So some places that you can go to get data is um, Facebook Insights or Google Analytics. So those are two really good places to start. If you do run Facebook ads, you can look at those analytics as well. It'll give you some pretty basic demographics. And I know I said that I want us to go deeper and we will, but just as a starting point, you at least want to know um, just the very basics of who you're targeting and who's responding to your content really well. And if you um, don't run Facebook ads, one thing that you could do is have a Facebook ad that just a traffic ad that is going to a blog post or something um, on a specific topic and just seeing what kind of people respond to it. And so you can start there, but I really like collecting data from your current audience, even if your current audience is very small. So even if you only have a few hundred people on Instagram or Facebook, it's you can still get so much information from uh, people. So one thing that you can do is set up a survey, which I recommend, and you can do a giveaway campaign to 
um, encourage people to fill out the survey. I did this and it worked out really, really well. Um, whenever I did it, I gave out a free strategy session. And so what I did was all of the people who filled out the survey, they were entered to win. I did a random like number picker online and I chose the person on that line and of the Excel sheet um, of all of the submissions. And I just gave them a free um, marketing strategy for their business. And it was really well, it worked out really well because I got a lot of great insight. And I also, you know, you of course get to choose what questions you ask. And so I got a lot of great information that way. And I only put that survey, I talked about it on my Facebook and Instagram, and I also posted it. Um, I sent out an email to my email list. And um, so I didn't do any paid ads or anything like that. I only sent it out to people who were already following me and um, already in my audience. And so that's one thing that you can do. Another great thing that is, it's a little more advanced, but if you're willing to put in the work, if you're a little tech savvy, is you could create a quiz um, as a lead magnet. And I did this as well. And I love it. I definitely want to do another quiz. I have a quiz right now. And it's, um, um, it's to find out like what your marketing strategy is missing. It's on my home. I'll put a link in the show notes. And I've gotten a lot of great data as far as where my audience is. So I was able to see where to meet my audience, if that makes sense. So if you are putting a lot of information out that's really advanced, and then you find out that your audience is very beginner and you're talking way over their head, you're not going to create that connection. So your content is going to be very unfocused and it's not going to be attracting the people that you want to attract. Because sometimes even I feel like my content is whenever I get to basics, I'm like, oh, of course they know that. But it's not actually true. It's just in my world, it seems basic, but it's not actually, you know, it's still very necessary to share and to um, use it to help people because a lot of people need it. So um, doing the survey is really, really great. Quiz is super awesome. And it's a lot of work, the quiz. Survey is really easy, but the quiz is a lot of work because you have to create these outcomes based on the answers and all of that. And then you have to set it up and tag and, and all of that. But if you're tech savvy and you're willing to put in the hours for it, it's really, I highly recommend it. Uh, quizzes have really high conversion rates as well. And um, the quiz company that I use is called um, Interact. And you do have to pay extra money to get the specific analytics, but it is worth it. Um, so that's the first thing you do is just collect data and um, you can do it that way. The second thing is to go deeper. So the survey and the quiz and all of your insights and your analytics, those are all going to give you really basic information. Um, and you, you might get some really good stuff from your survey, but now I want you to be on the other side of the conversation and be able to steer it as the person is answering. And what I mean by that is that whenever you are doing a survey, you can't um, adjust any of the questions based on what the person's answer is. You can't ask any follow-up questions because they're just filling out a survey. So you want to have actual phone calls with your audience or at least chat with them 
But I think phone calls are really, really helpful. When I first came across this concept, I was like, who on earth is going to just willingly give me their time and just hop on a phone call with me when they don't even know me that well, just to help me out. And I was blown away by um, the fact that people are willing to do this. And it's um, people really like to share their story and their opinions. So it's actually not that difficult. So what you want to do is you want to offer these calls. You can send out an email to your email list. You can talk about it on social media. That's all I did. Um, and I did, uh, people that I've talked to on Instagram before, I did have some conversations with them and I went ahead and reached out to them again and said, um, and just asked if they were willing to get on a call with me, um, because I was working on this project and I want to just get some more insight from people like them. And, the things that I learned was um, so insightful and I completely shifted my content that I was um, pushing out and it's been so much more effective and so much more helpful to so many more people. And so I really, really recommend doing this. It does take more time. Um, So one thing that you want to do is you want to map out what you think the best questions are to ask them. The biggest things, the key things that you want to ask them on these phone calls is what their biggest struggles are and why they think that they struggle with that and what content they think would help them the most. Because sometimes as the experts, we know what they need, but they don't actually know that they need that. So if we put what we know they need out there, they might not respond to it because they don't know that that's what they need. So you want to know like where they're coming from and what angle they're looking at their struggles from. And so, um, Biggest struggles, why they think that they struggle with that, what content they think would help them the most, and um, and get get to know where they are as far as um, how advanced their knowledge is on your subject. So are they a beginner? Are they really advanced? Um, because it could be either one. Uh, you could be putting out stuff that's just way too like every all of your target audience that um, the people that respond to your stuff or the people that you are trying to reach, they already know a lot of that and your content might seem very surface level and they want more deeper information. These are things that you must know. And I recommend using Zoom whenever you do these calls. You can just do audio only, but just do a Zoom call. That way you can record it because um, you don't want to be just frantically writing notes through the entire call. You want to be able to really be listening. That way you can ask really good follow-up questions. And those key things, those are not like four questions that you need to ask them. Those are just the key things that you want to make sure that you walk away with that information. But you want about, I think for mine, depending on the conversation, the more fitting the person was, the more questions, of course, I asked um, due to follow-up questions, but I think anywhere between maybe 15 to 20 questions. Um, if there weren't many follow-up questions, maybe 10, but you want something in that area. So maybe 10 to 20 questions, depending on how the conversation goes. So the calls are fantastic. Um, Another thing that you can do is Facebook Live or Instagram Live Q&As. People love these. Um, I don't do them very much, but I have my clients do them. And 
so much good comes out of them. I definitely need to do one soon. Um, but the goal here is to find out what the biggest need is. And so whenever you do a, a live Q&A, you can, especially if you do them often, you can really find out what those common questions are. And if you do a lot of other Q&A in some other form, then uh, that's really great too. Lives just get a lot more engagement. So if you can get a lot of questions some other form or way, or you already do, then really pay attention to those because that is them telling you exactly what they need. And what you should be doing is creating content for all of those common questions. And so those um, those lives, like I said, is just finding the biggest need and what they're struggling with the most. So once you have all of this information and you have done your calls, you've done a survey, and you've done some Q&As in some form, you've had conversations with your audience, you should have a pretty good idea of who they are and what they need, or at least what they think they need, and where they are as far as um, how advanced they are on the knowledge that you have. So from here, you want to build a persona. You have enough information where you can build a persona. And um, I do have a free download I'll put in the show notes where it will walk you through and you just fill it out. And you're basically creating an avatar. Um, You've probably, you might have done this before, but now you're going to have a much more complete picture of it. And you also want to create a bank of notes to find consistencies. So if there is a phrase that you kept hearing over and over, or there was just a problem or just anything that was you just consistently heard over and over, you definitely want to record that and make note that that is a common thing. And your marketing strategy um, should be surrounding those consistencies because that is the true need of your audience. And um, it's very likely that those consistencies are going to continue out as long as you are talking to the right people. So the action steps from here, let's go over um, what we just talked about. The first thing you want to do is to use and collect your data. And that's with the Facebook insights, the Google analytics, and conducting a survey and a quiz if you're willing to uh, do that extra step. And the second thing is to have conversations with your audience. So that's um, doing the calls. I recommend Zoom and also doing Facebook Live Q&As or Instagram Live Q&As. So your steps are to look over your data, build the survey and promote it. Um, You can do a giveaway to encourage them to do it. And your giveaway doesn't have to be an item, um, but it can be. So it can be a book. I recommend doing a very focused giveaway if you do go that route. Some people will just do an Amazon gift card or something that's very broad. And if you go broad, you're going to get more responses, which is great. But what the goal here is, is to get data from very specific people. So you want to make sure that your giveaway is very aligned with the people that you want to target and who your audience is. So if your goal is to sell your membership site or your services or some project that you're working on or a book, you want to make sure the same person that would take your giveaway would also buy your book or work with you or whatever your goal is. It has to be super aligned. Otherwise, the information that you get from your survey, you can just 
toss it because it doesn't really matter if they are, if someone who isn't your actual like ideal client, what they think isn't going to help you. So send out your, um, you have your survey and you, you can do the giveaway, send out an email or a social media post inviting people on a Q&A call. You can offer to um, answer their questions or you can just simply tell them you're working on something and you would love to hear some insight from them. And then the last thing you do is to create your persona which with a much you know more well-rounded picture of who they are and what they need. It's so powerful. So I hope you found this helpful. Um, we do go over this a bit in the um, content, uh, create content, create consistent content workshop that the content workshop that I have coming up, we talk about this a lot, of course, because you cannot create a content plan if you don't have a really good idea of who your target audience is. So I I train on this a lot in there. And um, if you haven't registered for uh, the workshop, make sure you do because there's only a few days left. It closes on Friday um, because I think, yeah, this episode will be out yet just a few days before Friday. So, um, it's about to close. I'll put a link in the show notes and, um, I hope you guys have an amazing day.